HYLA Architects is an award-winning architectural practice based in Singapore, founded by Han Lok Kuang. The firm has strong experience in designing high-end landed residential projects and in delivering individuality to each one of their projects through thoughtful attention to details, requirements, and context. Today, we are joined by Han himself, and we will be discussing the topic of designing for clarity in this story of design series. So, so happy to have you here, Han. Thank you very much. The pleasure is ours. So will you first tell us about your background and about the studio? Okay, so this studio was formed in 1995. So we are almost reaching 30 years in, in a couple of years. Yeah, and uh, we are based in Singapore. I have a small studio of uh, currently about 15 people, uh, most of which uh, are architects. Uh, we have some technical people and one admin and finance person. Yeah. And like you said, we focus almost entirely, uh, almost entirely on landed houses in Singapore. Uh, although we do have some other works, we have done hotel in the past, car showrooms, some commercial jobs. But our main, what we are known for is landed houses. Yeah, I'd say. So, and and we are very uh, focused on the design and exploring how we can do landed housing in different ways, especially trying to change the mindset about what a house in Singapore or in the tropics can look like and exploring different typologies for all the houses. Yeah. That sounds great. So how would you describe your design philosophy over the 30 plus years of practice? Okay, so I have a very simple one sentence definition of architecture and how I define architecture is, is it is the space between you and the environment. Yeah, so, so to repeat that, architecture is the space between you and the environment. So if you are walking in the forest, you are in the forest space. There is no other intermediate space between you and the forest. Yeah. So then there is no architecture, right? So if you are in a city, you're walking in the street, the space between you and the environment is the streetscape, the buildings around you, you know, whatever that surrounds you at the moment. If you are in a plaza, you will be a church possibly. Yeah. So that you are then in an architectural space and it's between you and the environment. And when you enter a building, then something very special happens. Then you are entering the space of a building. So that's when you really intimately experience architecture. So how the architecture uh, changes you is how the space changes you. And it forms the relationship between you and the environment. So in the environment, when you're in a building, will be outside. It could be a city. It could be a garden. It could be anything, right? And what architecture is, it's... It, mediates your experience of the space between you and whatever is outside the building. Yeah. And I, the one thing about architecture that I think is very important for people to appreciate is that in many ways, architecture, you are, you are forced to appreciate architecture. In most other forms of art, if you don't like a painting, you don't have to go to the gallery, right? If you don't like a movie, you don't have to watch it. And nobody forces you to read a book or listen to poetry. But in all of our lives, we are forced to enter buildings. We can't help it. Yeah. And so if the architecture is bad, it really affects the user. They can't get away from it because they may happen to work in it or have to visit that place, right? And sometimes many people live in houses that they don't really have much control about. Yeah. So they are forced to live in, in they're forced to appreciate the architecture, both the good and the bad. We can't say, oh, I don't like this. I'm not going to enter this building. If you have a meeting there, you have to go there. Or you work there, you have to be there. Yeah, so architecture is very different in that you are forced into the space of architecture. So I think that's that's one thing that you have to make sure that architecture is um, 
in a way always good good for the users yeah hmm. i'm curious how does it shape the way you approach a design or how does it translate to real practice yeah so a lot of our work when we do our houses is trying to think about what the space between you when you're inside the house and the environment should be like so i would say there are three uh three streams to this i would say the first stream very clearly is the climatic stream yeah so in singapore as you know is in the tropics all right we have uh, very hot temperatures all right and very uh heavy rains yeah so neither of which are very comfortable in living yeah so a lot of work is thinking how do we make a house uh, which rejects the heat, offers a cool, cooling environment, and also protects you from the rain. Because as you know, when it rains in the tropics, it can rain really heavily. Yeah. So a lot of work is trying to think about how the internal spaces of a house can relate climatically uh, and make it more comfortable. That is not making it hot and not making it wet. Yeah. Okay, so the, the second thing about space, I would say, I, I'm sorry, the first thing with climate has, is very related to sustainability, because if you can design a, a house or a building that requires less air conditioning, you know, less artificial lighting, then we are definitely saving energy and, and saving the planet. So making a house comfortable from the environmental point of view is, is very critical. Yeah. And I would say the second thing about doing spaces is the cultural aspect yeah of course architecture is again one form of art that you cannot divorce from culture yeah unlike some other arts as well it is not abstract yeah people's people all of our uh, users have a certain cultural background and they live in a, in a certain cultural society as well yeah and asia is actually one place where uh, the interrelationship between the outdoors and the indoors is steep in history i would say yeah for example, you know, courtyards, verandas, yeah, because Asia is a very hot tropical climate. Uh, all through, from the beginning of time, men have sought how to, how to make themselves comfortable in this environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the final thing about doing our houses, that because all our houses are in an urban or a semi-urban kind of environment, then I would say the personal space becomes a key element as well. So we want to have a certain, most people want to have a certain degree of privacy in the spaces, especially if it's a house. Yeah. And so how the spaces create that privacy and relates to the street is a, is a key element of how we design it. So I would say these three strands really uh, inform a lot of our, the designs for houses that we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree that balancing these three elements and also making it to the users, essentially, as we're talking about clarity in design is also super important. Um, I'm wondering, do you approach designing in small scale and large scale differently? We don't really approach it differently, I would say. Yeah, so every project, uh, we always have a very strong reaction to the context. Yeah, we always try our best to shield the, the occupants of a house from the bad aspects of it, whether it's a bad view, sometimes it's a very, not very nice looking neighboring house, right or and then uh whichever which we feel is unpleasant we try to shield it and a lot of the unpleasant parts come from the climate so in terms of the orientation yeah we, if it's facing a western direction definitely it will get very hot in the day yeah and nowadays increasingly with global morning even facing east in the morning also tends to get quite warm yeah so we're very conscious of, of the orientation of the house yeah 
and and of course the views are important you know if there is a good view then we will, we will orientate the house to have to have openings so the idea is that when you're inside the house you don't you will never see anything bad if there's nothing to look at all around the street we then we create our own views we create our own courtyards our own external spaces our own landscape places it can be very small it can be a simple planter in a bathroom yeah so, but we try to create a view that that the room can look into without anybody else looking into it yeah so I would say context is all plays, always plays a, a major part. Uh, and it's it's really making the best use of whichever site that you have. Mm, cool. So will you share with us about the Fertical Oasis house and uh, what about it and what did you try to accomplish through the design? So Vertical Oasis is, I, I think, a, a very uh, good and typical representation of what we do. Yeah, so as I mentioned, so this design is uh, uh, highlighted by a very large uh, three-story courtyard, which is covered uh, on the top with a glass roof, and, and there is an aluminum pergola below that to, to give it very uh, nice shade and shadows in the courtyard. And the courtyard is open on one end, right, and that allows the whole space to be ventilated. Uh, but cool, yeah. And because this house is actually facing an oncoming road, uh, privacy is a big concern. You know, cars will be coming in directly. So the whole front, there are no windows to the living room. Yeah, the, 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 all the internal spaces look into this big courtyard, right? And then this this house is a semi-detached house, meaning that it is a pair of houses joined together. And in Singapore, it is very common for semi-detached houses for the house to look into the side garden which is not detached, which is not attached. Yeah. So in this house is totally reversed. The house is looking into the part that is attached. Yeah. All right. So it's like inverting the typical typology of a house. Right? And when we do that, then the central, the courtyard that we have created becomes the central focus. It's green. It has a koi pond and a swimming pool. So the use of water element always provides a cooling and calming effect. Yeah, and give you a very nice uh, outdoor area for all your activities to look into. Yeah, so it is a very good example of what I mean by architecture is the space between you and the environment. Yeah, so the space between you and the environment now is this big courtyard that, that the whole house looks into. Yeah. Mm, nice, yeah, it also makes it super breathable as well by the looks of it. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and the house is always bright, but always 100% private as well, yeah. Super cool. So lastly, in your opinion, um, what are the biggest challenges and opportunities in architecture and urbanism in the future? Okay, so I would say, of course, as you know, architecture now, the main trust is towards sustainability, right? But I think, you know, and of course, it is a very critical part. But the one thing that for me personally, I'm interested in, and also because we are doing houses, is the humanity. Yeah, the humanity part of architecture, which I think, uh, in today's, especially in today's artificial intelligence, right, world where there is so much technology happening, it is easy to forget that the ultimate goal of architecture is to, is to serve humanity and to serve the people who use it. Yeah. So for me, that is the biggest challenge. I would say, you know, uh, many times we forget about the human aspect. Yeah, we are involved. And it is, it is easy to make architecture very formal, very abstract, you know, talk about parametric design and modeling, you know, and get wrapped up in the theories, right? And the methods of doing it. And, and often the poor person living in that house or using that building tends to be forgotten. Yeah. 
So how many times have we walked into a building where things just don't work properly? And then it affects all of us. It affects our ability to function, our moods. Yeah. And of course, the climate also affects that. If it's too hot, people get testy, get irritated. Yeah. So I, I always want, want to pull back architecture into the human aspects that we, the whole purpose of buildings is for people to be happy in them. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it also circles back to your philosophy, right, that architecture is the space between you and the environment. Um, so social environment or the people and the community is also part of it as well. So, um, yeah. So thank you so much for sharing today. We learned a lot and um, hope to see you soon. We look forward to more of your great works. OK, thank you so much.